This is Pray Tell, Dr. Hash, and I'm Dr. Martin D. Hash Esquire, wisest man in the world, because the competition just ain't that tough. And these are things I wish someone had told me. Today's topic, death taxes. Money is imaginary. It was imagined into existence and it should be imagined away after the game's over. Somebody who did nothing during their life but manipulate imaginary money isn't a role model. They aren't people to be admired and only need to be tolerated until they're dead. Their descendants certainly shouldn't be made into aristocrats. Without so-called death taxes, wealth continues to concentrate into fewer and fewer hands. They have so much money, they can buy everything. Media, entertainment, politics, all the levers of power, because they are immune to market forces. They can own every magazine, every news outlet, every studio, thousands of square miles of land that no one else can go into or buy a part of. Until Bush Jr.'s anti-inheritance taxes, estate taxes were 55% and inheritance taxes were 20%. The exclusion was only $1 million. In the grand scheme of things, government income from death taxes was inconsequential, but it did slow the arising aristocracy and insane wealth disparity, which was their intention. Detractors always mention farm families, but farming is corporate now, and anyway, farmland is specifically excluded from death taxes and has been for a long time, but it shouldn't be. What makes a farmer special? Why should the landed gentry get to remain the lords? It's not a coincidence that mega and death taxes ended at the same time. For more, see my website at martinhash.com.